God with testimonies and the word of God every Tuesday at 7.30 and hold this in Radio Renovación, tu radio, tu bendición. Radio Renovación, pensando en ti, en llevarte la bendición a todo lugar del mundo, a través de la palabra de Dios y la música que trae un mensaje de salvación. Radio Renovación, tu radio, tu bendición. Hello everyone, happy Tuesday, how are you guys doing? I am so happy to be here, another Tuesday that we get to be in uh, RadioRenovacion.com, your radio, your blessing here with Let's Be Real. I'm Gabriela. This is Caesar. And this is Luis. And we are here another Tuesday. I'm very excited, very happy to be here um, because, uh, you know, we just started this year, so I know last week was kind of the beginning for us, our first podcast, and now we get to be here, we get to share a little bit of, oh, we, we had a little, yeah, a little, <laughs> a little struggle, a we, little we're good, we're good. air, but hey, we're good, okay, we're back, <laughs> it's okay, oh. I think it's just, it might be just the mic or something, <laughs> I don't know what that was, but hey, nothing's gonna stop us yeah. from worshiping God, Amen. okay? Amen. So we'll keep on going, we'll keep on serving, we'll fix that. Technical issues aren't gonna stop us from worshiping God, okay? So, um, but how how has your guys' day been? We'll go with that. Um, it's been good. Um, today I actually did decided to dedicate the day to start uh, organizing some files on my computer because I know I've had a lot of pictures and imported pictures from cameras and stuff, but uh, they've been, I don't know, I have a lot of pictures, so I try to organize them so I can start using them and editing them yeah. and make videos and stuff, you know, from memories that we've had. Um, but that actually took a long time because I started this, like, uh, Friday or something, and I barely finished organizing some of it today, so it's been a long process, mm -hmm. but I mean... Um, I feel like okay. when you're a student, there's a lot of files, too, yeah, that you have to, like, figure out. Just organizing, but yeah, just also just taking time to prepare, prepare for today and... Yeah, now we're here. It's exciting. Uh, With I feel some news. Fresh news. Yeah. yeah, to update you guys, because I feel like we just started this year and so much stuff yeah. has already happened. Like, I saw, again, TikTok. We always <laughs> go with the TikToks, but uh, there was a TikTok, and they were saying, like, oh, um, you know, now that I got the, like, 14-day trial or whatever, like, I want to return it. Like, yeah. I don't want to <laughs> do the full, the full thing. You know, I don't yeah. like it. I was like, dang, that's me. <laughs> like, I, mean, I don't know about this. It hasn't been like a whole month, and those are already yeah, freaking. It's uh, January 12th, okay. Yeah, and the Capitol's already being overrun. But Trump is like gonna be impeached or yeah, something. Twice they said he's gonna be impeached twice. He got uh, banned, I guess, from all these social media platforms. And <laughs> I saw that. Mark Zuckerberg <laughs> was like, no, we need to block him. I think it was Facebook, Instagram, Twitter everything lot, even like some uh, like uh venmo i think or some other cash no cash. way yeah, i didn't like, hear that like, there was a lot of correct uh, me if i'm wrong but uh do you think a president should be having social media i mean i think well, it's good because uh, he can communicate certain things but then again to um an extent. the yeah the reason yeah. they like took away his rights or whatever is because uh, they believe that what happened at the Capitol was, like, not okay, was not safe yeah. or whatever. So, I, I agree. Like, that mm -hmm. wasn't okay. So, um, we just have to keep on going. You know, I know I saw a lot of the videos, and it was just crazy to see everything that kind of happened. How people were just so insensitive, you know. Yeah. I saw people climbing on walls, and I was thinking to myself, like, what have we gone down to, like, is this who we are as yeah. the United States of America? Like, is this what we want to portray our country to be? You know, I, I don't think that's uh, cool. I mean, it, it's kind of messed up, but uh, uh, they, they made a joke about it, actually, because uh, yeah. you know how they said that the, the, that white people are, like, climbing walls and stuff? Mm -hmm. And they're like, man, like, Mexico is going to pay for the wall. <laughs> they're trying to build it quick. Yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, I know this event that happened really triggered a lot of people. It got many people upset because yeah. you could definitely tell the um, privilege that uh, yeah. white people have mm -hmm. over colored people. Because I know 
we had a peaceful protest uh, over the summer of this For last the Black year Lives Matter and it movement. got crazy there was a lot of uh, police uh, i think the military was involved as well and it was a peaceful protest and now this that was more of a not violent but it was more of like they broke into the capital which is something serious and there wasn't really any military involved it was just like a little amount of that's security the thing i was shocked i was honestly shocked to see the amount of security that was provided yeah. i mean we're talking about having our president there or like what was it like they were having a meeting and they had a bunch of senators there yeah. and they're supposed to be protected and they like had to save. evacuate too which is yeah. kind of crazy they had to evacuate they had to hide like um some of them ha recorded videos and they're like hiding behind the seats and everything while people are, are barging in and just like breaking doors breaking windows i know i saw on univision <laughs> um they, yeah they had a bunch of videos the day after it happened like exclusive footage and where they were cleaning up and I, like I honestly like I just can't believe it. I was like, oh my gosh, it's not how I expected, like um, 2021 to start. Going back to what uh, going back to what Luis was saying about the privilege, um, I remember seeing a video of the cops actually opening yeah. the opening the gate to, yeah. to the, so the people could go in. Like, well, I think I think they were invited inside, but they I don't think they ever imagined or thought that what happened would happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I think. Um, the invitation was more so so they could kind of just see and I get like get a tour or like just participate peacefully in what was yeah. happening mm -hmm. um, in the decision that was being made. But instead, we see that all this like um, chaos broke out and people were like just all over each other. Like I, I honestly was shocked. I was like, how do people climb walls so easily? Like yeah. they were just, <laughs> oh my gosh. And the people that were there um protesting and all of that i, I just i was like lord would you have yeah, mercy and in on a way us you could kind of see how i mean based off of last year last year we started off with you know all those things and then to see how what happened throughout the year mm -hmm. and now thinking about it like wow this is how we started off our year now imagine what's to come yeah and according to the bible it says that times are going to get worse and mm -hmm. i know many people are hoping you know this COVID thing gets gets uh over with and it ends and stuff but I mean, right now is actually the time to start getting serious with God. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, we got to start actually taking God serious because, I mean, times are going to get tough. Um, now is the time where our faith is going to get tested to see who yeah. is really trying to, you know, go to heaven. and who's. Yeah, you know, and we need, to, we need to take advantage and honestly open our eyes to what is happening around us. Yeah. Not be blind to it because I know sometimes we might let... Um, you know whether it be like our emotions or something um kind of prevent us from seeing what is actually happening and kind of just be blinded to it um for example i know there's a lot of biblical things that are happening i know a couple episodes uh back we talked about the moon resting and all of that and yeah. none of that is coincidence you no. know we, if we read our bible and we study it you know we are able to see that the signs that jesus himself gave his disciples and people like that is what we're seeing today and i understand that maybe we've seen like earthquakes and we've seen all these other things happen in the past but i think if we really open our spiritual eyes we can see that nothing has ever happened to this extent yeah. and nothing has ever been so serious and you know looking maybe at a year or two years ago back none of this stuff was happening as much as it is now like if you would have told maybe someone living two years back like hey there's gonna be you know a protest at the capitol and there's gonna be like the black lives matter movement and there's gonna be all of these things happen like covid yeah. who would have thought a, p a pandemic was gonna happen in 2020 yeah. you know nobody expected it so it's just to think and open our eyes and really see with our spiritual eyes and yeah. ask god to reveal to us and for us to get right you know yeah. we've talked about that um last week and the week prior to that kind of what it looks like what it takes and we're going to talk about that later on in the podcast but um it is it's time to get right with god yeah. and to start taking things very seriously if i were a yeah. christian if i were a believer you know Definitely. so out there um with everything going on i know we already mentioned kind of um the riots in the uh, capital leading to possible impeachment but i want to just encourage you guys to pray over your leaders yeah. because oh my goodness you know I am guilty of like when we had Trump as a president or when he first came in office, I was like, 
complaining and I was scared for my family. I was scared for what was to come. Um, but I remember I came to church one day and our pastor shared something and I, I don't forget it. He said, instead of just like bashing on our leaders, we need to start praying for them because mm -hmm. if they're in power, we need to believe that God allowed them to be in that position. It's yeah. not something light. You don't, you don't just get to be president like that. You know, a lot has to happen for you to get into that place. So I remember, um, and I told my dad, I was like, you know what? We need to stop complaining and trust the process and trust that God is with us. And we need to pray for our leaders. You know, maybe they're not making the wisest decision now, but we need to pray, God, would you give them wisdom to make the right decisions? Would you give them knowledge? Um, would you give them, would you capacitate, um, give them the capacity to, yeah. you know, to be able to run this country? Because it's not something easy. Yeah. So let's pray for our leaders. I encourage you guys to do that, yeah. to Definitely. pray for our leaders uh, tonight and as much as we can, you know. Um, I don't know if you guys have any other interesting news. I was trying to see. I know I saw a little bit about the COVID vaccine um, kind of going around. I know it was here in the SF uh, Bay Area. And I saw even, like, some of our friends got it already, which is uh, crazy. Like, what do you guys think about that? I don't know. <laughs> well, um, I kind of, well, I'm kind of, like, still iffy about it. Cause, in cause, the middle? Yeah. Like, I'm down to take it. But at the same time, like, what are the long-term effects? I feel like and that's a lot of people's fear, like, yeah, it's a get it, it like it could like help you against COVID, but what are the long term effects? Especially mm -hmm. because of all the things that we've seen on the internet. Like, I feel like the internet is a very important part in our lives, especially now because that's that's what really it's it's impacting our our decisions and a lot. it's impacting how we get our information. Yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of young people and even adults they log on to Facebook, log on to Instagram, log on to whatever social media it may be, and that's where they get the first information, you know. So we have to be, I think, aware of what websites and, like, where we get our information because we can't trust everything that's on the Internet. Like, mm -hmm. we should not trust everything that's on the Internet. But I know for this COVID vaccine, I've seen a lot of people have um, side effects like face paralysis. And, um, I mean, the friends that have taken it, so far, so good. They yeah. said that they just had, like, some pain um in their hand but i mean i think that happens when you get a vaccine yeah, so i think that should be okay mm -hmm. but it is something to think about and to pray about because yeah. honestly at this point i'm like oh my gosh they're uh thinking of making it like almost like you have to get mandatory, it yeah, yeah mandatory so in that case like what are we gonna do you know i know there's people that are like anti-vaccine they're like no like i don't vaccine my kids like no yeah. like i don't believe in that but at the same time how do we want to get a little bit better if we don't do it, you know? Yeah. Well, I heard that they're coming out with a second one. Correct me if I'm wrong. They uh, are. Well, they're trying to improve mm -hmm. it, and the reason it is because... Actually, that's something that I wanted to share tonight, that um, in Japan, I think it was last night, or, like, it's been a couple of days, where they found that, like, a new virus that, like, mutated from COVID-19... <laughs> Um, and it's like super bad. It's like spreads faster than COVID-19 is way more contagious. Um, and they're trying to like stop travel, international travel from over there to here because I of think that. There was already a case in San Diego or something that Maybe. They said that that COVID was like seven times or 77 times yeah. stronger. Stronger. And I'm like, what? Like, how do you even measure that? Like, to be what honest, do they like, test it gonna, with? If right now you could barely breathe with this COVID, imagine that one. Like, is that instant death or how do you survive that? Seriously. So, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, the one I saw though, it wasn't an, uh, it wasn't COVID. It was oh. like another completely oh, okay. different thing. So, um, that's why I saw it on Facebook and I was like, huh, that's kind of strange. Okay. Um, like, that's not a good sign. Yeah, no, like, uh, no. we're just starting off our year. No, now you can see that furrow times are going to get tougher. Yeah. So yeah, we need to, get like... Get right with the Lord now. <laughs> <laughs> amen, amen. We really do. We need to stop playing games. We need to stop playing around. And, like, seriously, as much as it might seem as a joke and it yeah. might seem funny when people say, oh, get right with God, like, no. Yeah. Now is the time to get right with God. And yeah. um, it's going to take some sacrifice from ourselves, but... It, it's important it's really important and i know last week we shared kind of um our experiences of like coming back to god but tonight i think it'd be good if we talk about kind of things stopping us from surrendering fully to god yeah. and from reaching from reaching our purpose in god and um mm -hmm. there's different things that we can talk about but the first thing and i think i want to share it first because it's kind of a lot what we're seeing right now but i think the first thing is fear yeah. 
and there can be fear of many things fear of like getting sick of covid you know that's that's a uh, valid reason nowadays yeah. um another reason another fear that we can have is fear of failing god mm. and i want to share a story i remember that um i didn't get baptized till i was like 15 almost 16 years old and that's kind of old to get baptized most yeah. people i know got baptized when they were like 11 or 12 and i didn't become a christian till i was like about 10 years old so i remember that i didn't start going to youth group till i was about 13 years old and um when i got to be like 15 um i remember i would have different people come to me and ask me like hey are you baptized or why aren't you baptized you know why haven't you made that decision yet yeah. and i remember just i didn't couldn't wrap my head around like why i just knew i wasn't ready but mm -hmm. i didn't know why and then one day i had a conversation with um one of our leaders here and they were like well i thought you were baptized already like what's up like why aren't you getting baptized yet and i, I told them i was like i'm not too sure and they brought up some good points and i remember i was like that's me like I have a fear of failing God. Mm. I had a fear of, you know, sinning again. And I thought that because I would sin again, that I would instantly, like, lose my salvation and, like, not, like, I couldn't get baptized, you know? Yeah. And that leader talked to me, and I remember she told me, hey, you know, we're imperfect human beings. We're always going to fail. We're always going to, like, we're always going to sin. Yeah. But the point of true surrender and you taking that um, symbolic step of being baptized is for you to recognize that you need God, mm -hmm. for you to know that, yes, you're still going to sin every single day of your life, but you need to try every day to be better. You need to try every day to seek God. You need to try every day to give your best to God, you know? It's going to be a journey and a walk that you're going to go on with him. And that's never ending. So don't have a fear to get baptized. And that's why when I was thinking of things stopping us from surrendering to God, one of the biggest things is fear. Yeah. And not even just with God, but sometimes we don't take certain decisions or certain risks because we're afraid. Yeah. We're afraid of what's going to happen. We're afraid of, mm -hmm. you know, the unknown because we don't know what's going to happen next. You might not take the decision to go to the school you want to because... You don't have the money and you yeah. don't know how you're going to pay for it. So you, you're not going to accept the, you know, invitation because you're like, I don't have the money or you're not going to um, get that job because you feel like you're not going to make enough to sustain your family or, you know, whatever it is. I think we've all experienced fear at some point. Have yeah. you guys? Have you? Yeah, well, so I was going to go back to the same thing about being baptized. I know for the longest uh, we came from another church in Concord, and I remember in that church, they tried to force, not force, I guess, but convince the, the youth to get baptized um, in a way just to make them look like, you know, the youth is getting baptized, you know. But to be honest, like for me and my, my uh, <laughs> cousins, my siblings, uh, we were just like, we're not ready. Like, we don't know what this is. Why are we doing this? But mm -hmm. The we, meaning behind yeah, it. Yeah, so once we came to Templo Santo, that's when, you know, we started seeing, we started serving more and, and in order to be in the worship team, you needed to be baptized. Well, it was best that you be baptized and stuff. It was so encouraged to be, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we started learning more about God. And uh, we gave our lives to God and we decided to get ourselves baptized. But that same day, you know, also that same thought came into my head. Like, what if I sin again? What if I fail God again? Um, what's going to happen? Is God going to hate me? You know, and, and it's just, you know, you have to have this relationship with god because i know when when i fall into sin i i remember the um and the story of david david was an amazing person in the bible yeah. he he was a uh he was used by god in many ways but yet he still sinned but what was the difference from david and all the other um people around him like you know you have solomon solomon uh he was also a king but he decided to go into his um des fleshly desires towards the end of his life so in a way you could see that he didn't get salvation because of his own des uh, decisions and but that's a good point that you bring up because david failed but if you read the bible now david is still to this day known as a man yeah. after god's own heart do you know why that was because yeah. he recognized his sin. Exactly. And that's what I, I want to get across to all of you guys who are in the same position as us. You know, maybe we might feel God at some point. But, I mean, we 
there's no we're, we're human we're, we're gonna fail but that does not stop us from continuing to pursue god like yeah. we gotta acknowledge and recognize yes we're sinners we are nothing without god we need god in our daily lives because you know that's how god created us and he he mm -hmm. built us this way in order to always seek him and and you know find refuge in him and and i think that's what's beautiful about the relationship that god uh designed for us to have with him and that's the thing we need to recognize our need for god yeah. like that is essential for us to recognize that we need god um i know that a youth pastor that um, i follow on instagram shared one day that she you know she's a youth pastor and one day her youth one of her youth members came up and asked her like hey would you be willing to go to a concert with me and she's like, I mean, uh, I guess, like, I'll be your, like, guardian or whatever. Yeah. So she went with these two young ladies that went to a concert. And lo and behold, these young people are the ones that, like, have their arms crossed during worship. They're the kind of young people <laughs> that kind of sit back and relax, right? Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, my goodness. She's like, the moment that we got to the concert, hands went up. <laughs> she's like that's the first thing they did she, and she's like i had never seen them with their hands up she's like that was like a first time thing for me yeah. she's like wow their hands work <laughs> 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 and then um you know she kind of just told the story of how everyone in the room not just her the people from her youth group but everyone in the room instantly like lift their hands up and this is like for a worldly artist a uh, worldly artist right yeah. so her point was isn't it crazy how we were literally made to worship? She's like, because even when it's not God, our first instinct is to raise our hands in an act of worship. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, that's good, right? <laughs> we don't even recognize it sometimes, but we were made to worship and to seek God. Yeah. But sometimes we put our desire, our love, and our passion in the wrong things yeah. that are mm -hmm. not God. And... That's why sometimes we let sin take over and we let our emotions take over. And instead of getting right with God, we kind of sit back and um, kind of relax in our space and just be comfortable in our faith when we shouldn't be comfortable in our faith. Yeah. You know, we, to, we need to be uncomfortable. We need to seek God. And it's not going to be an easy path. It's not going to be, you know... It's not going to require easy decisions, but it's sure well is going to be worth it. And following God is, is hard. Yeah. You know, I yeah. know that for many reasons. I mean, we shared about fear. Um, laziness is a real thing, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Especially in these times. Oh, yeah. Now yeah. That you have to stay home. And I feel I can see it. <laughs> I mean, on social media and just with friends and stuff, like when we have class online, like, and it's early in the morning, many Many people turn on, you know, their Zoom, but then go back to sleep. Like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're just, just chilling in their bed. Yeah, the bed's so cozy, it's hard to get up. And, I mean, you you don't feel forced to get out of bed. So, in a sense, like, you kind of have that battle you have to face every day. Yeah. And it's true. Even, um, in like you said, in class or going to uh, work, a lot of people are working from home. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, excuse me, to have that push to work from home, Yeah. I know... I live in a Mexican household, you guys, so <laughs> um, a lot of the times there's a lot of, you know, not yelling, but a lot of <laughs> vocally um, expressive people, vocally yeah. expressive people, okay, mm -hmm. that like to express themselves very loudly in yeah. high volume, <laughs> so um, I know usually when I'm in class, I have to have my microphone off, and I just, I can't, you know, it's hard to be able to work and feel like I have something to do when there's like so many things around me. Like yeah. even if I'm in my room, I feel like, oh my gosh, like it's not the same. Like I just, I get so lazy. I get so comfortable, like you said, because yeah. you're, you know, in your bed, especially in these times when it's cold outside yeah. and I have my blanket, like those yeah, thick yeah, Mexican yeah. blankets. That's hard. Like you do not want to get out of bed. You're like, you're super comfortable. And I know I've had that happen to me and it can happen with our faith as well you yeah. know in this time with the whole COVID situation i know it's happened multiple times to me where because our service is online i don't go to church yeah. and that's that's on me like a hundred percent like that has happened to me where i'm like well 
I could just sit back. Like, I'm I'm still going to watch it in my car. Like, it's the same mm-hmm. thing, you know. Like, I don't have to go. Or everything's online. Like, I don't have to worry about it. Or, like, I don't even have to watch the service on time. I can watch it after because it's online, you know. Like, it's going to save on YouTube or whatever. But you know what I've noticed, though? The environment you're in makes a difference. Definitely. Like, anything that you see, like, if you're, like, to say work out, if you're trying to work out at home, you you know, you got the distractions, you get lazy, you got food right there. But if you go to the gym, like, all right, everybody surrounding you is doing exactly. the same thing. If you're in school, the same thing. A classroom, you're on the same mindset, you know, want to focus. And in church as well, like, if you're watching church from home, in a sense, like, once you're surrounded by people here at church, you feel that atmosphere or when it's time to worship i don't know i mean in a sense you could worship from home and stuff and god could fill you with this presence but but having a community around you is important and that's the point uh, i was getting to actually how community you need to really i think have good people surround you you know have people that are not gonna like bring you down but are gonna lift you up and that when you're feeling you know this fear when you're feeling this laziness when you feel like your sin is getting the best of you they're gonna be there and they're gonna encourage you and they're gonna pray for you but they're also gonna rebuke you and tell you when you're doing something wrong because those are true friends those are true people Mm -hmm. that are gonna you know help you in your walk with god and tell you hey like okay you're talking about feeling this way but what are you doing to change that yeah you know because sometimes when we feel like we can't surrender to God, it's because we have all these distractions. It's because we have all these idols. It's because we have other people, um, you know, kind of just blocking our view from what is really important. You know, it can be a show. It could be Netflix, too much Netflix, too much. Social media too. I kind of wanted to talk on that as well. Like even today I got tested uh, with that um, fact (laughs) of, you know, like, uh, like I had to prepare for the podcast today, but I woke up and right away on my phone, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'll just prepare later on. And then the time came, like I usually prepare around midday. Midday came and I was like, I'll just prepare like around four or five, right? And then the Holy Spirit came to me like, what are you doing? You're wasting this whole day. Like in this whole day, you could have done so much, but yeah, you decided to waste so much time on social media and, and you're not filling yourself up. And, and the fact that I decided to stay on social media, my spirit felt weak, but once... I felt that um, call to action or to, to change and start doing something different. Like, you know, I started preparing. I started listening to worship music and I started setting the atmosphere differently. And once that happened, I felt clean. I felt fresh. I was like, all right, my mindset's clear. Like, now let's focus on this podcast and stuff. And and I don't know, the, the fact of seeking God, it, it kind of uh, brings life to you in a way. Mm-hmm. Because if you're just putting time into social media social media social media you're basically in a way your brain's dead because you're just a zombie you're not really doing anything you're just there on your phone um and so in a sense seeking god actually brings you back to life it it gives your uh your whole day uh, a meaning a purpose uh, to do different things and work exercise your brain i guess it does and um setting yourself in a position i think positioning your heart and your spirit to worship god because like you said you felt a tug on your heart but you took that to action you were able to say you know what i'm gonna act on this and i'm gonna um you know figure it out like i'll put some worship music or whatever and i'm gonna make the decision to seek god today you know god gives us a lot of opportunities where we have a tug in our heart we have you know maybe like we know we we should be reading our bible we know we should be praying we know we should be doing something but instead we're watching a show where again you said you're on social media or stuff like that and we're like "Mm, you can do it later i don't know if it ever happens to you guys that it's like it's like 7 15 and you're like i'll do it at 7 (laughs) 30 like an even number you know 7 30 okay and and then it's like 7 31 and you're like no i'll do it at 7 (laughs) 40 but Uh, go for it go for it it's funny you say that because um I remember I was talking to my coworker about this like two days ago, cause uh, cause I guess his grade just came had just came in and then he's like, yeah, dude, look, like, I got an A, dude, like on all my classes. I was like, bro, I'm like, congratulations, like I'm proud of you, bro. He's like, yeah, bro, but like I don't know, it makes me think about like, do I really deserve it? <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? Like, yeah, bro, cause I remember like I would wake up and I was, and then like okay, a paper would be due like around six in the afternoon, 
and it'd be I'd wake up at seven. I'd be like, all right, I got time. I got time. Let me just eat some breakfast, work out a little bit. I'll get to it. So you know, he does his deeds. He goes, works out, eats breakfast, looks at the time. I got time. So you know, he just he keeps going with his day on social media, and it's twelve. So he has six hours to turn a turn an essay. And then he'd just be like, I got time. So she's like, you know, he, he goes to do something else. He goes chill with his friends. And by the time he's home, it's five. He has to turn an essay within an hour. Damn. And he goes, pretty sure I can knock it out in 30 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. And it's crazy because he actually did knock it out. <laughs> he, he was able to, well, because he, he was doing it like when he was like just... Like from time to time, he was uh, feeling inspired. Yeah, no, no, like, but like he would do it like from time to time, and he's oh, like, he'd okay. do it, start a little bit, and ah, just get back to it. Just put like bullet points or something. Yeah, and notes. then, and then once it was like the like the last thirty minutes, that's when he just really, like, I'm very inspired, and he just. Well, some people are he gifted. I, yeah. I know my brother; he loved to procrastinate. Ah, dude, he would me too. Always wait till <laughs> last minute. He would stay up super late, but he'd get it in, and he'd get a perfect score or something. But that guy's just gifted with procrastinating. Mm. I remember I used to do that a lot in middle school. Mm. Uh, I had to turn in an essay of, uh, I forgot, George something. He was like a very bad king in England. <laughs> <laughs> and so I remember just, I remember it being like, I had to turn it in by 11.59. Mm-hmm. Man, I turned it in at 11.58. <laughs> you know, it's funny that you bring that up because, um, how do I put this? Like, you know, he did it last minute. But he still did it. Yeah. He still did it, and he still got a good grade. Mm-hmm. And how many of us want to wait till the last minute, the last second, like, to act on our faith? Yeah. You know, because sometimes we wait till, like, we're in a, like, dark pit, so we have no other options. We have, like, nowhere else to go, and then we seek God. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it shouldn't be like that. Like, we should see God now that we're able to, now that we have time. You know, I like that you were saying, like, um, you turned it in at 11.58 when it was due at 11.59. Why wait when Jesus is at the door? Uh, Luis read a verse last week that he, um, where it says, I am at the door. Like, he's ready. He's about to open the door. He's going to come back. Why are you going to wait till he comes back when it's too late to make that decision? Yeah. Why not make the decision now while he's at the door but hasn't opened it yet? Well, now that you have the opportunity to seek God, now that you have the opportunity to, you know, not be uh, persecuted for your faith, how many people are not persecuted for the faith, like, in this day and age? I know what, in China or whatever, like, you're not even allowed to be seen carrying a Bible because you're put into, like, jail or prison. Yeah. You know, and here in the U.S. and I know other parts, um, we have like Europe and stuff like that. Like they don't tell you anything for having your Bible. Yeah. And I know um, last week we were kind of sharing about being bold in Christ. And it is hard to be bold in Christ because sometimes it happens to me that even like praying in public, I'm like, "Mm, like, what are people going to say? What are people going to think? But something that my dad always tells me he's like don't care what other people believe about you or say about you he's like if god if you are good in god's eyes that's all that should matter that's the only thing that should be important if god is okay and god's favor is over you that is what is mad uh that is what matters and that is what is important so i like that you bring that up like it's it's good it's a good like analogy i think to think um god is at the door He's ready, but are you ready? Are you on the other side ready to go with him? Because I know a lot of people, a lot of people at church, like leaders and even like youth pastors or um, even senior pastors say like, if God were to come today, would you be ready? But ask yourself that. I know sometimes randomly throughout the day, I'll just ask myself, if he were to come like 30 seconds from now, would I be ready? And then I get, like, a tug in my spirit, like, no, you would not. Like, you're not ready. I'm like, oh, my gosh, Lord, like, what can I do? Yeah. What can I do to be ready, you know? Yeah, and there was also, uh, I remember, well, I was sharing with the youth on Friday because I had to bring devotional, but I was telling them, like, you know, we have to be ready and prepare ourselves because I know right now it's tough to kind of see God because of all the discouraging things that happen. But 
also like since we are spending time on social media there's also uh different beliefs on social media like i know i came across many videos of christians like they they're said to be christians but they're preaching like a wrong gospel or false uh gospel because they're saying you know that hell isn't real that many people could still go to heaven even though they sin and i'm like wait a second like i mean even though like when they talk about certain messages like they say it in a way that you know it's intriguing and, and, and it sounds correct but sometimes you gotta like make sure that you know your word because yeah. that's when you're like wait i heard this guy say that hell isn't real so i mean why are we even trying you know so we gotta actually start um checking these things like yeah. putting it to test to see if they are real mm -hmm. um and also acknowledge those that are, you know, that are watching those mm -hmm. or that have, that are convinced by these uh, thoughts. Mm -hmm. Especially uh, now, that's a good point that you bring up because a TikTok, uh, I have a lot of people come up on my feed that, like you said, are supposed Christians and stuff like that. And they'll be like dancing to some music or like saying a bunch of other stuff. And it's sad because there's people that believe that and there's people that think that that is a true gospel. Yeah. When you really read the bible god is not portrayed that way or you know christianity is not portrayed that way it's just people can sometimes misinterpret what is said or um just say something else that is not and people will believe it like people believe anything in these days yeah. you know you can tell them like whatever it is and like they'll believe it so we mm -hmm. have to be aware of what's around us and what is true and what's not yeah uh so i wanted to touch on that what you guys are saying that uh uh, a lot of people nowadays are just sharing a, like a false like preaching uh, preaching yeah um I, I know in the bible it does say that at the end of times there will be false prophets yeah. and there will be false false preachings and i feel like this is a clear sign of the end of yeah. times you know um I, like gabby was saying we have to be prepared like if you really think about it if you really sit down and, and ask yourself are we ready for god to come in literally a second will we be ready we won't because uh, how the Bible says that his return will be, it will be as like in a blink of an eye. Yeah. We're not going to know. He's just going to come like in a blink of an eye. And if and if you, do you like sit down and ask yourself, am I ready for God to come? And will I be accepted in heaven? Mm -hmm. yeah. It's true because sometimes we do certain things and we're like, okay, whatever. Like I can repent tomorrow. You know, one of the saddest things that I have ever experienced is seeing a Christian on a Saturday night partying, like dancing their heart out, drinking and whatever. And I say this because this is the reality of a lot of people at church. So I want people to pay attention, okay? <laughs> like in no way I'm, am I trying to bash anyone, but this is, this is not the gospel. If this is what you're living, this is not the gospel, okay? Because there's people going to parties on Saturday dancing their heart out, singing, drinking, or whatever, and on Sunday coming to repent. That's not okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, we're imperfect human beings, and we're going to sin, and we're going to struggle, but don't use that as an excuse to not live for God, mm -hmm. as you should. And if you see someone, if you're not Christian, and you see a Christian doing that, I'm not going to tell you, like, oh, go ask them. No. But just know that that's not, that's not what a Christian is. It's, I think... It comes down to the point that they haven't fully encountered yes. God. Because the moment that you experience the love of God, the moment that you experience God's grace, the moment that you experience God for yourself, you can never go back. Yeah. Because why would you ever want to live a life unfulfilled, sad, lonely? Like when you experience God, not just you hear other people talk about him, but when you experience him for yourself, there's nothing like it. Yeah. So maybe that person maybe hasn't just encountered God completely. And it's sad, but you know, because you can never go back. I know a lot of Christians that are living for God and stuff, and you talk to them, it's because they've had a genuine encounter. They've had that moment where it's, you know, like God redeemed me. God restored me. God healed me. God freed me. God did all these things. Like, I can't go back. I need yeah. to live for him. So... Yeah, and I also was seeing also a video, like many videos are coming across, but there was a video saying that when they persecute Christians, like if you really think about it, they're going to be persecuting the 10% of bold Christians, the yeah. ones that are actually uh, preaching the gospel, that are out there, you know, trying to convert people because those Christians that, you know, hold the, uh, the gospel to themselves, those that just come to Sundays just to come, 
those aren't going to really struggle because you know they're just convinced by everything they do whatever they want they're not really bold in their faith and so if we think about it like which one do you want to be like i know it's going to be tough and it's going to be scary to be persecuted but it's going to be for a great cause mm -hmm. so the afterlife is going to be amazing and, mm -hmm. and we don't want to stay here because this earth you know it's gonna go a down. lot of yeah. things are gonna happen well uh, oh sorry uh no, go for kind it. of what uh, luis is saying that uh like what christian do you want to be and, and the bible says uh to uh, i don't know in spanish uh para, para morir es ganancia no, what was, how does it go? To me oh. is live is Christ. For me to live yeah. is Christ. Yeah, to, to die, die is gain. Yeah, and I feel like that's a really important thing with what you were saying. Like, yeah. if you're, if, like, the 10% of bold Christians are going to be prosecuted, I feel like we should not want to be part of that 10%, but it'll be good to be part of that 10%. Yeah. Well, we should. I yeah. think, you know, I'll, I, I'll add on to that, but I think we should be a part of that 10% mm -hmm. because, you know, we... We sh if we have the desire to make it to heaven, we shouldn't be selfish and just th keep that to ourselves yeah. because mm -hmm. that's another thing. As Christians, sometimes we're very selfish yeah. and we're very like, okay, like I know God, whatever, but God didn't like make you a believer, a Christian, just so you could keep it to yourself. He did that so you can share it with other people and for um, the gospel to be spread as much as possible because if you're not going to share with that person your sibling your cousin your friend about jesus someone else will but how beautiful would it be to say god used you to bring someone to christ god used you to you know share this beautiful message of the gospel with someone else and that's the purpose i guess god also sent us here because it even says in the word it says that go out and make disciples that's right So mm -hmm. basically once we get to know god like all right let's get to know god fully and all right let's go and start you know encouraging others start telling them the truth because i know many are confused many have questions and it's good that people have questions because we have to you know we're here with the answers and we have to have our scripture ready and and uh, have basically everything ready for all those questions that, you know, many are saying, what, why is there a trinity? Why is there, you know, God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit yeah. and all this stuff? And, and then why don't we believe in the saints and all this other stuff? And so, that's mm -hmm. good because um, regardless of kind of what we serve or what we do in a, like, physical church doesn't change the fact that we were called to make disciples. Yeah. And let me explain myself. Like, it's not just for the pastor. Yeah. It's for everyone. Mm -hmm. If you're a believer, God has called you to do that. It's not just like, oh my gosh, but I'm shy, I'm nervous, like I have like social anxiety, I can't talk to people. You don't have to go out and like literally preach in front of like a bunch of people. Yeah. No. Words are better than actions. Yeah. Actions are better than words. Uh, yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> That's good. But you can yeah. <laughs> you can go and share with your neighbor. You right. can share with even with it, if it's just one person, mm -hmm. but doing it, that mm -hmm. we're called to do that, to yeah. be able to bring people to Christ. If we think about it like this, if I were to give you an apple and you gave it to your neighbor and your neighbor gives it to your other neighbor and that change just keeps going, how many people, how many people do you think the apple touched already? Heck of people. That'd be a pretty gross apple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like, uh, the, basically the yeah, message. Yeah, yeah. the <laughs> message the is gospel, the people that get saved and uh -huh. it, it multiplies. Once uh, I bet, I guess you could say like you know the pyramid effect that like once domino effect. Domino. Yeah, because even if they didn't touch the apple, if you shook that person's hand. Yeah. you're spreading that you yeah. know so it's like you're sharing COVID. the gospel covid covid <laughs> how to spread covid 101 no that's not what we're here that's not what we're talking about but but if you really think about it that's really how how the gospel should be how covid happened you know it happened to one person and that person gave it to another person. You gotta and transmit that, it to others. Yeah, you yeah. gotta transmit it. Gotta make the gospel hey, contagious. We just okay? we just found the positive side of COVID. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like uh, like we shared though last last week, um, COVID has opened for a lot of opportunity to share the gospel because a yeah. lot of people are willing to mm -hmm. hear it right now. Yeah. I know I've had a lot of cousins that are like don't really believe in anything ask me like, hey. Um, why is it that you're not scared with everything going on? What is it that kind of like keeps you happy or excited when 
a lot of people are feeling lonely and sad and like they don't have a purpose and stuff like how are you still going yeah. and i'm like let me introduce you to <laughs> god like that it's a like great opportunity to introduce them to right. can i tell you about the lord can I, yeah <laughs> hi can i tell you about the lord yes you can tell me about the lord period <laughs> okay i say that but like not on the podcast like with my friends you know that's like vocabulary that should not be said in a podcast (laughs) but but hey it's okay anyways going back to the conversation about not covid but sharing the gospel and being bold in christ and kind of what's stopping us have you guys ever had an experience of where something kind of stops you from what God wants to do? Yeah. Mm. Do you want to share that? Uh, yeah. Um, so for me, I, I think I shared this story before. Uh, it has to be like uh, like secular music. Because uh, I know that uh, a lot of times as Christians, we struggle with, especially if you're a mus- musician, <laughs> like you struggle a lot with like music. Because, yeah. you know, you hear, like I know for me, the John passion Ma- is there. Yeah, 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 the passion is there. Like, for me, John Mayer is one of the best guitar players I've ever heard in my life. Like, he's dope. But I can't listen to John Mayer and worship God at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and I feel like that's one of the what's one of the things that, like, has held me back from, from worshiping God at times. Mm-hmm. Like, I some- and then sometimes it just becomes like, oh, I don't want to worship God. I want to be like John Mayer. That's kind of that's that Start that's kind of idolizing yeah. and stuff. I know for me it was in high school when I think I shared it on the podcast about my testimony when I had to choose between soccer or you know church, um, and it was tough because you know once you're in high school and you're surrounded by all these friends like everybody wants to be on the team everybody wants you to play with them and stuff and it was uh, my senior year where um, while well, I me mean, junior year I was playing you know for for the the school soccer team. But the coach would start noticing that I would leave practice early because I had a worship practice. So I had to come to church uh, for worship practice or youth on Fridays as well. And so he's like, you're not committed enough. Like, if you want to be on this team, you have to be committed and be here full time and and not leave early and all this stuff. And I was like, yo, like, I got to choose one or the other. Right. And so I after talking with my mom and, you know, praying about it, I felt the conviction, you know, if if this is going to be to glorify God, I'm going to give it 100 percent. And so, you know, God was there and he allowed me to see, you know, that choosing him was better than, you know, playing for that one year. Because, Mm -hmm. I mean, I could have played varsity and missed out on all these blessings that God had for me at church. You know, seeing youth worship God, being part of a ministry, uh, being part of all these events that uh, the church had and all this stuff and be able to grow spiritually as well. Like looking back, uh, I love looking back to where God had put me or where he had me started off and up until where he's brought me now. And it's just, you know, I, I, now that I look back, I'm like, it, it was worth it. It was worth the, the commitment and the sacrifice that, that I made to, you know, pursue God. And I, I very much like that you guys bring that up because um, I think that when we come to God and we have to make that decision, it, it can get hard. Yeah. It can be a very tough decision to make because, for example... You know, you enjoyed soccer. Yeah, you that know? was my passion. I was something in my blood. It was running my blood. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like I was born. I, I want to put this out there. Luis is one of the best soccer players no, I've ever played I'm against. Right, I'm I'm right. Right. I've never seen you play soccer, so I don't he's, know about that. He's pretty dope. But, he's pretty dope. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to the conversation, you know, when we have to make that decision, we should pray and we should come to God and ask Him, like, you know what, this is my passion, but. Is it going to glorify you? Like, what is it for? You know, because I've seen a lot of people recently kind of conform to certain things because they don't want to leave behind their certain desires or their certain passions. So that's, that's why I like that you guys bring up that you, you know, you're very passionate about music and you're very passionate about soccer because um, I can assure you, like, if you would have stayed playing soccer, you wouldn't have been where you're at now yeah. spiritually. And if you would have stayed, like, even continue listening to um worldly music you probably wouldn't be the worship leader that you are today um and i share this because i have known both of you guys for a really long time since you guys were like younger i mean mm-hmm. since like i got to this church like I've, i think i was here before both of you yeah. so i've seen you guys like grow and to see you guys now where you're at it's honestly heartwarming and to see like how god has used you guys 
I'm grateful that God allowed us to be in this podcast together, but it takes sacrifice and that's to show it does take sacrifice. We're going to have to make decisions that maybe in the moment are not going to look so pretty and they are going to require our flesh uh, for us to say no to our flesh, for us to say, you know what, like, sorry, like this does not glorify God or you know what, sorry, like, yes, I like doing this. This is my um, this is something I like doing, but my passion is God. Yeah. You see, because we can like doing other things, but our passion and our heart and our we should position our faith to God, which is the only solid thing, the only firm foundation that we will ever have in life. Yeah. But it takes that. It takes that sacrifice to make. So what is it that's stopping you from worshiping God tonight? What is holding you back from reaching your full potential? Is it fear? Is it laziness? Like we said, laziness is a thing. Is it because you're letting sin take over? Because nowadays, a lot of people are making faith be as it's not. And I see it on TikTok. Like, I see people listening to a lot of worldly music, and they're like, oh, yeah, like, but I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Or, like, I cuss, but, like, it's okay because, like, Christians cuss. And they're normalizing it when it should not be normalized because... When God says something, and when God says something in the Word of God, in the Bible, it's because it's true, and we should follow that, and we should believe it. It's not that we should ignore it and, like, be bad, you know? Yeah. I once had a young person come up to me and ask me, like, hey, is it wrong to listen to worldly music? That's one of the biggest questions that, like, I've been asked, I guess, as a youth leader. And I remember in the moment... I was like, Lord, like, what do I say? Like, do I say, yes, it's bad for and like, just have them stop listening to worldly music? Yeah. And then I'm like, but at the same time, like, not not all of these have a bad message. Like, what am I going to say, you know? Yeah. Um, and I remember... Oh, go for it. Okay, sorry, I'll let you go yeah, after, yeah, okay? Go ahead, go ahead. Um, I remember the Holy Spirit kind of, I just felt in my spirit, um, like, what does it lead you to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was, that's what I told the young person. I was like, you know what? Think about it this way. It's not the song. It's not what you're listening to. But it's what do you do after that? Because when you hear a song about, like, you know, shaking yourself (laughs) (laughs) and, like, dancing or whatever, like, you know, are those movements godly? Are those movements honoring God? <laughs> no, think about it. It might sound silly, yeah, yeah, yeah. but are those movements honoring your flesh, your body, or are they honoring God? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because when, for example, when we lift our hands in worship, it's a symbolic. It's symbolic. We're doing it as a sign of surrender to God. You don't mean go crazy. No. <laughs> right? But when you're dancing and you're moving that leg or you're moving, you know, yourself. The touche. <laughs> yeah, the touche. Um, is that honoring God? I don't think so, right? Like, that's not. Well, I, I kind of, yeah, it's kind of something that they told me. Like, all those moves that you do when I listen to that song, would you do that? If, if you would do that to that wor- to a worship song, keep doing it. But if you wouldn't. <laughs> but if you wouldn't, stop. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Um, we shouldn't do it this way, but I mean, I think since we can't see God like physically, it's hard for a lot of people to do it. But think about it. If, if you were do it in fr- no, even if if you were to do it in front of your pastor, like would you do that in front of your pastor? In front of your parents. In front, yeah, in front of your parents. Nah. Half of the people wouldn't even do it in front mm. of their parents. Um, I was gonna say, uh, I forgot. Well, because uh, like back to the question: Is worldly music? bad secular music bad one thing because i remember asking my mom that like what's the what do you what do you find bad about it and and, and i would ask her too like but what if the song has a good message because there's a song that i like it, it shared a very good message like don't use guns right mm-hmm. um <laughs> uh and so i asked my mom but like look listen to the song and i and i translated for her oh uh, it was about like a kid had a gun and he shot his brother and yeah and um, and I told her like, look, look at the message. Like, this is a good message. And she told me, and she put it, and she broke it down very simple. If it was made to glorify God, listen to it. If it makes you glorify God, listen to it. And if it doesn't let you, it does, and if it doesn't glorify God, stop listening to if it. If it, that's a really good point. If it makes you put your eyes on something that is not God, don't listen to it. Yeah. Because 
in a sense, you're worshiping something else or you're worshiping another person mm-hmm. instead of worshiping God when we were made to worship God only. Amen. So that that's a very good way to... Uh, shout out to my mom. Yeah, shout out to your mom. Um, and I think it'd be good for us to do maybe a podcast where we answer questions like these yeah, because um, I know Luis was sharing earlier how we need to be ready to answer these questions. And it's a good way n- not only for us to prepare to know the answer to these questions, but for you that are tuning in, yeah. um, if you ever get encountered with somebody that asks you this, you'll be able to know an answer with the word of God. I know a question that is asked to Christians a lot is uh, if, if God is real or if God is good, then why does he let bad things happen to bad people? A lot of people ask yeah. that. What would you, what would, what would your, one of you guys answer be? If. And repeat that, how you said it. If God is good, then why does he let bad things happen to bad people? Okay, well, first off. I was, yeah, I was going <laughs> to, what do you call it? Okay, I, uh, I remember, I'm remembering this because I saw TikTok earlier about that, that, that said that. Like, because there was a guy like bashing on Christians. Like, oh, if God's so good, then why does he let bad things happen to, to, to bad people? And what I thought was, there's no such thing as a, as a bad, uh, no. Why does he let bad things happen to good people? And what I thought was, like, there's no such thing as good people. Yeah. I there's mean, no such thing as a good person. That's not what I was going to say, right? But <laughs> <laughs> there is no such thing as good people. But just because um, bad things happen doesn't mean that God isn't good. Mm-hmm. Okay? One bad thing doesn't define who God is. God was, is, and will forever be, first of all. Okay? So God will Amen. always be the Amen. same. Okay? Preach. Second of all. Okay. <laughs> Second of all, we bring a lot of um uh, how do I put this? A lot of the stuff that we experience is not even God. A lot of the stuff that we go through is us on ourselves, consequences of actions that we do and decisions that we make. Not God. Because the word of God talks about God. God is a good God. God is a just God. So if something ever happens, it's it's not God being bad because that is not who God is. God was not made that way. God is, has never been that. He will never be that. Um, the essence of God is someone who loves you, someone who protects you, someone who wants the best for you. The word of God says in Jeremiah 29, 11, for I know the plans I have for you, plans to prosper you. It doesn't say plans to harm you. It says plans to prosper you, to give you hope and a future. So why would the same God that wants to give you hope, future, do bad things for you, you know? Yes, we're going to go through hard times, but it's it's, it's not because God is bad. We go through hard times because if we didn't have hard times, we would not appreciate the goodness mm-hmm. of God. That's so. good that, that, that's good <laughs> you say that. That's that brings us to another point. Uh, There's one thing that I heard. Uh, well, Saul says this a lot. Shout out if you're listening. He's like, coaches don't play. Yeah. So if you're going by through a bad time, like if you're, if you're, if you're having a bad uh if you're having a bad uh, like moment when you're playing, what does your coach do? He doesn't go in and play for you. He tells you, look. This is what you got to do. In order to do that, you got to do this. I remember one of the quotes that I love is, if you ever feel like God is being quiet or like you just can't feel the presence of God or, or whatever, remember that the teacher never talks during the test. Yes, yeah. yes. So you're going to have hard times and bad things are going to happen, you know. And think about it this way. God's design of the world was never made for sin to be in it. See, us as humans allowed sin to enter this world. The moment that Adam and Eve sinned the first time. Think about it. Mm-hmm. Because prior to that, sin was non-existent. Sin was not a part of the human life. There was peace. There was love. N- no one knew evil. No one knew wrongdoing. So, see, if we take that and we look at God at the beginning of time, at the beginning of earth, at the beginning of the world, we see that God's design was never intentioned to have wrong things in it or to, for bad things to happen. But because we as humans allowed sin to enter this world, sin is now in this world. And what does sin bring? Um, the yeah. word of God says, and this I'm just quoting it. I'm not s- saying the verse directly, but the word of God says that... Um, like the end of sin is death. 
Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong, right? So the wages of sin is death. There we go. The wages of sin is death. So if we are sinning, if we allowed sin to enter this world, what did we allow into this world? Death, wrongdoing, yeah. bad things to happen. So God is see, God is not a bad person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We are as humans allowed sin into this world and that's why there's bad things and there's consequences to decisions that we make. But God isn't bad. Amen. So, with that, that is, being said, <laughs> I know. With, with that being said, you guys, I think I <laughs> that took a lot of time, but you asked the questions, so I had to answer. Um, anyways, I feel like the next episode we should give people the chance to ask questions so we could just answer yeah. them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, follow us, us on a, our Instagram yeah, yeah. at Let's Be Real TSCC and, and our number 925 Again, 925 three eight four zero zero four nine please give us a call we are dying to know what your, <laughs> what your question is and hopefully we might be able to answer it hey this is your opportunity to ask questions that you've always wanted to you know yeah. mm-hmm. questions about faith questions about heaven and hell because i love having conversations about that um, because it's something that we're waiting for as Christians, yeah. you know. Questions. <laughs> <laughs> questions. Christians, Christians, you guys. Sorry, my like slur is okay, really bad, okay. but slur. <laughs> hey, follow us at Let's Be Real TSCC. We love you guys. Stay tuned for that. Uh, this has been Let's Be Real Radionovacion.com. Your radio, your blessing with Gabriela, Caesar, and Luis. Stay blessed, you guys. Love you guys. <laughs>